0: Hey everybody, Andy Kavernon here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. Do you ever wrestle with what it means to have faith? A lot of us go through experiences in life that are tough. You know, maybe there's an illness in our family. Maybe we've experienced illness or loss. And and we have this notion that if we just have enough faith, God will do what we ask Him to do. and, And He'll respond in ways that we expect Him to respond. And certainly, faith is integral in the life of a believer. And faith is talked about a lot in Scripture. In fact, in our series, Messy Faith, we talked about the faith of Abraham, and it's fascinating. Here we get to today's Bible reading in Romans chapter 4, and the topic is all about the faith of Abraham. And I want to make some observations from what Paul makes as we think about the faith of Abraham and how that applies to us having faith today as well. So listen to this. In verse 13 of chapter 4, it says, For the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith, for it is the adherence of the law who are to be the heirs faith is null and the promise is void for the law brings wrath but where there is no law there is no transgression in other words Abraham's faith predates the law and the promise of God, which was land and seed and blessing. We've rehearsed that at nauseum here at Cornerstone. Land, seed and blessing, God's promise to Abraham, that predates the law. Thus Abraham's faith was not in the law, it was in the promise of God. Okay, And so verse 16 it says, that's why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. As it's written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Paul's saying here, look, Abraham's faith is in the God who transcends the law. Certainly those who are adherents of the law, the Jews, are also recipients of the promise of God if they turn to God in faith like Abraham did. But that that extension, that promise goes beyond just the Jews. It it goes to all who believe in God through faith. And and of course, uh, all of us are called, and the test of faith now is in what we do with the person of Jesus Christ, the one who's resurrected from the dead. And so he goes back to Abraham. He says, Eighteen. In hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations, as he had been told, so your offspring shall be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. Listen to this, this is really key. What Abraham put his trust in was not something that Abraham conjured up. It's not something even that Abraham would have hoped for that would have been understandable. Abraham didn't, have a, 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 he didn't put his faith in God for uh, procuring a, a son or a daughter from the womb of Sarah. He didn't even think to ask that. The reason he had faith in God for that was because that's what God had told him would happen. He had faith in the Word of God. And so, verse 20: No unbelief made him waver concerning what? <laughs> concerning the promise of God. But he grew drew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. What's he convinced of? not in whatever he comes up with that God should do. He's fully convinced that God is able to do what God had promised to do. That's why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in Him who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Friends, what have we been promised? What have we been told? We've been promised, we've been told that Jesus was the God-man who came to earth, who put on flesh, and who died a perfect death and rose from that death into glory such that we might be saved from our sins. That's the promise, that's the word that's been revealed to us. And what are we called to do? We're called to put our faith in what God has promised. Friends, sometimes we think about faith and we think, if I can just have enough faith in this instance, if I can just have enough faith that, 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 that this specific thing will happen, that God will heal me from my disease, that God will do this or that thing then God is obligated to act according to what I've had faith in. Friends, my faith doesn't obligate God to specific things. My faith is a response to what he's promised. And when I put my faith in what he's promised, that faith has efficacy. It's effective in my life. And so I wonder, where are you putting your faith? Are you putting your faith in something that you hope that God would do, that you desire him to do? Uh, let me just unpack that a moment longer. Friends, when you put your faith in in God's uh, healing power for you when you're sick, I think there's something beautiful about that. And here's the principle, God is a God of healing. God can heal you. And so what should you put your faith in? You should put your faith in the God who can heal, the God who delights in doing good towards those he loves, and in the God who promises to take care of you no matter what. Put your faith in those true things about God. Will God heal you? I don't know. I hope He does. And we can pray that He does. But your faith is not in the fact that God will heal you from this specific disease. Your faith is in that God is able to heal you, and God loves you, and God will provide for you in just the right way possible. And that might include healing you from your specific infirmity. Friends, let's put our faith and trust in what God has promised. Let's put our faith and trust in the Word of God as revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. And let's trust Him for the outcome of that faith to work. Uh, The outcome of that faith here in Romans is certainly salvation for those who were once dead in their sin, but now made alive to God in Christ Jesus. Praise God for what he's promised. Praise God for what he's done. Let's have faith in who he is today. God bless you. Have a great day. And Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional.